In this week's parsha, we read about Korach's rebellion against Moshe and Aharon. The mission says in others, What is the prime example of a machloikas for the sake of heaven? What is a prototypical argument that is not for the sake of heaven? The dispute of Korach and his cohorts. And the question is, the text of the Mishnah is not consistent. It says, Machloikas l'shem shumayim is Hill and shamay. It should have said, She'ena l'shem shumayim is koirach ha Why does it say koirach v'adase? And the answer is, because koirach fought with Moshe, but Moshe did not fight with koirach. Moshe was not even involved in the Machloikas. In fact, Moshe went out of his way to try to initiate peace. So the Machloikas was koirach v'adase. Korach and his colleagues were in dispute amongst themselves who should be the Kohen Gadol. Moshe taught us, when it comes to Machloikas, we must go to the extremes to avoid it. Shlomo Melech says in Kahelas, If you see two people that are good, they're getting along, you should know that it is because of one of them. There's one of them who is constantly mavater and lets the other one have their way. That person is the one who brings peace into the relationship. Being a mavater, that is the key to shalom. The problem is that each person wants the other one to be the mavater. A story is told about a man who didn't have shalom bias. So he went to speak to a gadol. The gadol told him, you have to be mavater, that's the only way. And the man replied, Rebbe, I know. I tell that to my wife all the time, but she doesn't get it. There's a famous Gemara that comes up on today's daf. Those who are insulted, but who do not return those insults. They hear their shame, but do not respond. On them the Pasuk says, Why is being silent compared to the sun? So the Gemara relates that the moon was originally equal in brilliance to the sun. However, the moon complained and he said, Two kings can't be wearing the same crown. So Hashem responded, Go and diminish yourself, thereby establishing the dominance of the sun among the celestial bodies. So why was the sun Zoicha to be the great illuminator in the sky? Because while it was being attacked, it could have responded to the moon. Yes, I agree there should be only one dominant light in the sky. But why you? Let's negotiate. Let's get a ruling from a judge. But the sun was silent. Not a word. And because the sun was silent when it was attacked and did not respond when someone tried to take away its power, it was Zoyche to become the Mar Agada. The sun is the paradigm for not responding. So when someone is insulted and is silent, they are comparable to the strength of the sun. And just like the sun emerged victorious, so will you. At the end of Shemayin Ha'eser, by the Tfilah of Elakai Netzar, we say, If one should ever curse me, my soul shall remain silent. And the question is, we should really say, my mouth should remain silent. Why? Nafshi Sidaim. Says the Shlach Kadosh, sometimes a person's insulted and they're quiet, they don't answer. But deep inside, it's eating them up. They're in deep pain. They come home and they're sobbing. Their mouth was taka quiet, but their soul was really hurt. 
So we ask Hashem, we should reach a level where If someone should ever embarrass me, Nafshi Sidam. My soul should be like Sidam, like a doimem, like an inanimate object where they don't feel anything. Likewise, it shouldn't even bother me in the slightest. It should just roll off my back. The Mishnah says in Avais, Rabbi Kiva said, Siagla Chachmashtika. Offense to wisdom is silence. If you want to achieve wisdom, the gateway to get there is excelling in the midah of silence. As the Chafetz Chaim, that is Siagla Chachma. So what is Chachma in itself? So he says, Shtika is when someone insults me and I'm quiet. But really, I feel insulted, but I'm not responding. That's Siagla Chachma. That's very nice, very noble. But the Chachma itself is not even getting insulted in the first place. So how does one reach that level? It's really very simple. View that person as if they're handicapped. When a person is physically handicapped and bumps into you on the street and shouts at you, does it upset you? Of course not. You say, Nebuch, you even pity the guy. Similarly, if a person feels compelled to insult you, view them as mentally or emotionally handicapped and think, Nebuch, and just walk away. David HaMelech says in Tehillim, I have a lot of enemies, however, I'm like a deaf person, I do not hear. And like a mute who does not open his mouth. So the question is, why the repetition? So if somebody insults a person who is mute, does he respond? No. Why? Because they can't speak. But do they get insulted? Of course they do. What if you insult a deaf person? Do they respond? No. Do they get insulted? Of course not. Why? Because they can't even hear you. David HaMelech said, I was on the level of a mute that won't respond. But I became insulted. But I worked on myself and now I'm on the level of a cherish. When someone insults me, loy eshmo, I don't even hear it. I don't even let it penetrate my body. It doesn't even resonate with me. So the next time we are insulted and don't respond, the Pasik promises us, Just like the sun emerged victorious, you too will have the last laugh. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.